I Met Your Mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. <laughs> Were you trying to sound like a specific robot this time? Yes. Yes, I was. <laughs> More on that later. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. It's been a weird weekend, weather-wise, COVID-wise. We're and also our personal lives. It's just personal like, we're in a, a weird, everything's in a weird place. Everything's weird, but... We're doing know, okay. We're okay. We don't have COVID. We don't have COVID, no. But yeah, Omicron is keeping us from doing the things that we love. Yeah, and then I think the weather just like put me in a weird funk because today was nice and beautiful. Yesterday was rainy, so like I haven't let myself like commit to any sort of, like I like to go all in, you know, like if it's a nice day, like throw the windows open and put yeah. on a t-shirt or like bundle up. It's raining, you know? You know so I do. just feel like I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. You're, you were stuck in limbo and that's kind of how this Life. never ending pandemic yeah. feels yeah. like we don't know what yeah. to do. We're so just waiting. We're a little off, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is a little off. Um, but, uh, you know, what's on is, uh, two episodes of, uh, classic sitcoms. There you go. We're going to talk about season, uh, season two, episode nine of both friends and how I met your mother. The friends episode is called the one with Phoebe's dad and the how I met your mother episode is called slap bet. Mm-hmm. But more on that later. Let's start with friends season two, episode nine, the one with Phoebe's dad. We get a non perk opening. Yeah. I feel apartment. like we never open at the perk anymore. Um, this is a festive apartment. Yeah, we're in we're in the main of the the Monica and Rachel apartment, and uh, I like that they are keeping the continuity of uh, Monica's out of work, and yes. Rachel was a you know a coffee shop waitress. Yes, um, they don't have any money. Yeah, how do I, they, how they afford that monstrous apartment? Is anyone's? Well, guess? I feel like. Um, um, I would believe I, I would buy that Monica is probably like not bad with money and like she had she had a good job before like a, she did. a sous chef job she I'm willing to buy that she has enough savings to keep paying rent that and they both have rich parents so but do you think because Monica is so self-conscious about what her parents think of her do you think she would have I, I feel like Monica's too proud to ask her parents for help with rent. Yeah, maybe. Um, Ross probably would if he needed to, which he doesn't because his he, he has, has a, a good job, a, a yeah. good job. Um, but I, I feel like Monica's insecurity around like yeah. whether her parents think she's yeah. as good as Ross or whatever. And also on the other side of the hall, like Joey is like a struggling actor, and Chandler has like a stable office corporate job, so it would seem like they would have a hard time paying the rent also. Okay. Yeah. And especially given that at the beginning of season two or season one, Chandler had like a low paying office job. He, he got promoted into a management right. position right. over the course of the it's show. Stable so. though. Whereas Joey is like chasing auditions. Right. But I, it, the point I was getting at is I'll bet that, Monica and Rachel's rent is higher than Joey and Chandler's. Even though yeah. it's the same building, Monica nicer and apartment. Rachel have a nicer place. They have yeah. that balcony. Joey and Chandler don't have like an outdoor. Yeah, there'll be more on that later. That they clearly have the better apartment. In fact, I'm trying to think, where are the windows in Joey and Chandler's place? Do they not have um, Not windows? in the main room, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm trying to picture like, we've we've never seen Joey's bedroom, right? 
we saw Chandler's bedroom in season one when he was yes. sleeping with the woman who like was a non-committal, non-monogamous, yes. and he couldn't yeah. handle being like one of her stable of men. Yes, and we saw his bedroom there, and it was very like childish. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't I, remember if we've seen Joey's. I can't remember if there were any windows in there either. Yeah. Maybe they have a, like a shitty apartment that like doesn't have. Well, they do windows. have a shitty. Yeah. So, yeah, this will come up later. During that one time, you and I, one time we stayed at a hotel in New Orleans and we loved it, yeah. right? And so when we went back, we booked the same hotel and they ended up shoving us in a room that was in the center of the hotel and literally didn't have any windows in it. Do you remember that? Vaguely. I remember. Because the first time we stayed there, it was great. It had like, it was like on the second floor, but it was like close to, because the first floor was like kind of set in. So we were like close to the street. We could look directly down the street. It had like these arched windows. And it it wasn't very expensive. I celebrated my... I'm trying to think maybe like 31st birthday. I, I, it was the first time we were there. It was for a birthday. Yeah. And then the second time we went, we went and we stayed with friends. I mean, we've been to New Orleans more than we've been to New Orleans like five times. But the second time we stayed at this hotel, we stayed it with friends from Mardi Gras. Yeah. And then like right after Mardi Gras, when it's midweek, hotels yeah. are like super cheap in New Orleans because yeah. everyone's cleared out. So we were like, let's extend our trip. Like, let's not just fly back after Mardi Gras. Let's yeah. stay a couple nights at this hotel that we know we like. And they ended up shoving us in this weird room that was in the, the inner circle of the hotel that didn't have any windows. I'm having a hard time picturing it, but, um, I do remember that. You were experience. pretty pissed off at the time. I was. <laughs> yeah. Because we had, we like booked this place because yeah. of the experience we had the previous time. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're already off track. Where were we? What were we talking about? We were talking uh, about... Oh, yeah. So uh, I was talking about how they don't have any money. Yeah. Uh, because that's the thing that is going to come up a lot in this in this episode. They don't have any money. And so... And this is where I start to feel like... Well, you know what? You listeners tell us, now that you tell, tell me, this whole thing of like, oh, no, we don't have the money to tip the superintendent and the... the newspaper. The newspaper person. deliverer and yeah. the mail car- yeah. carrier. And like, I guess as I've gotten older, I've realized that people do tip yeah. but i've uh, am i an asshole that i've never tipped the mailman so growing up we always tipped the mail person we had like a really like i feel like if you have a home and you have a consistent mail carrier i feel like apartment living it's and maybe covid times it's like a different person every day so we don't have a consistent mail person who like sees us we see we wave to we don't have that i think if we did okay we would we would tip okay or, or give them like they do. They make cookies. Like that would be yeah, a nice just thing. Just like a gesture. And we also like our apartment building is not big enough to have a suit. We don't have a superintendent. No. Like we have our and landlady, and she's like never going to give her a thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's a monster. We don't have a great relationship no. with our landlady. Um, but uh, yeah, if there's something that we call her and she calls like a plumber or whatever, like we don't have like a superintendent yeah. who's in charge of the building. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so it's it's Christmas. They're they're doing so the tip thing. I guess the tip thing felt contrived to me. It felt like a for a show that earlier this season did a very good episode about money worries. Yeah, this thing of of oh no, we don't have the money to tip all of the random people. Yeah. it feels like a made up conflict for the episode. And it, yeah, and, and it lasts the whole episode. And it's pretty like the fact that Chandler and Joey were about to tip the maintenance dude 50 bucks 
but wanted to see what they were plan what the girls were planning on tipping them because they didn't want to undercut. Right. So is that like, I don't know, maybe in New York, it's like more of maybe. an expectation. Maybe it is a thing. Yeah. And if there's a super, like you want to get on the good side because yeah. you want, I'm sure there are a lot of things that, yeah. as we've seen in this episode, it helps to have a good maintenance person. Yeah. I know in New York that like so many apartment buildings have doormen, which like a, that seems like a only a luxury place in Los Angeles would like have a doorman. Yeah. But like in New York, it's like normal for you would definitely to have a tip doorman. the doorman. Yeah. You would have to, right. Cause yeah. he like knows you, yeah. he takes packages for you or a door woman, by the way. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's the, that's the cold open. Then we get to the perk, which I loved cause the perk is done up mm-hmm. for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, is their apartment. Yeah. Like, but I guess I just like, you're right. It was, but there was something so cozy. Like I, it, this is like the first time I was really like I would hang out at that coffee shop. Yeah, it, it would feel like Christmassy very, in very in New York because they have like establishing. There's like the establishing shot of like, um, is it the Flatiron Building? I don't know. I don't know my New York buildings, but it was all snowy. So it like it was. It's weird. Like we're watching this in January, just after the Christmas season. Right. Um, I already was like, oh, I miss Christmas. And it's filmed in Burbank, so it's <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I still missed, uh, I, I miss Christmas. Um, so here we got, uh, Ross is still trying to get back in Rachel's good graces. Yeah. He bought her a slinky for some reason. He thought that would like really paper things trying to over. Be cute. Yeah. He was trying to be cute. Yeah. She rejects the slinky. And so he hands it to Gunther uh-huh. who has, I believe his first ever speaking line. I don't think we've ever heard Gunther speak on the show before. Yeah. I because think. Ross, after Rachel turns down the slinky and Ross is just holding the slinky, he says, does your place have stairs? Yeah. And Gunther's like, yeah, he says, Merry Christmas or whatever he said. Yeah. And he hands it to him. I think that's the first time we've heard Gunther speak. Yeah. I think that's true. We'll hear much more of Gunther speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, Ross has all these, um, he has done all his like Christmas shopping for all the people in his life. And he's showing off the gifts he got. He's going to get his mom. He's, it's a, it's a frame from Ben, quote unquote. So obviously he's planning on putting a picture of his baby in the frame mm-hmm. and giving it to his mom. Mom's like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, and Phoebe's like, oh my God, the model in the frame, that's, that's my, my dad. dad. And then, so we realize that she's been lied to about who her dad is, that he, that, that her grandma, um, uh, just pointed, like bought a bunch of pictures that have the same Still model photo. in them yeah. and, and, uh, said that's your dad, yeah. uh, which we get it. Like she goes to see her grandma, another great uh, bit of set decoration. I loved, uh, grandma buffet's apartment or no, it wouldn't be grandma buffet. Cause it's his, it's her mom's mom. Yeah. I don't, do we learn her name other than grandma? Um, I can't remember. No, um, no, but there's but, a funny joke about that later, but she's, um, Audra Lindley. Audra Lindley, a.k.a. Mrs. Roper. Roper. Yeah. Um, but she's also in a really great um, movie called Desert Hearts that uh, we we have the Blu-ray now. Okay. I think you should check it out. It's on the Criterion Collection. Okay. From the 80s. Good movie. Okay. Um, it's a sort of uh, uh, set in like the... It, it's a movie from the 80s, but it's set in like the 50s or 60s. And um, this woman goes... Uh, out to Reno, Nevada to get a quickie divorce. But the way it works at the time is she has to like, you have to like establish, you have to have lived in Reno, Nevada for a certain amount of time. So she stays. So Audrey Lindley plays this woman who runs like essentially a ranch for women to stay a couple weeks to establish enough residency to get a divorce. Um, So Audrey Lindley plays, I think the woman who runs uh, the, 
the place in Desert Hearts, but uh, in the movie, the woman, the main woman who's staying out there uh, ends up having a lesbian fling with uh, Audra Lindley's daughter. Mm. Great movie. Sounds Desert fun. Hearts. Uh, so, yeah, but also she's Mrs. Roper. Uh, okay, so, well, we, 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 we find out some things about Phoebe's dad, not the whole truth. Uh, uh, Mrs. Roper doesn't give her granddaughter the the whole truth, but we'll get back to that yeah. uh, uh, later. Um, when we're back at the, the, the perk, not the perk, sorry, the apartment, they're getting ready for a party. Monica and Rachel don't have enough money to tip their superintendent, but apparently have enough money to throw Host, a party. Yeah. Yeah. Which you and I have hosted enough parties and barbecues. It's yeah. like a lot of money goes into. Oh yeah. That. They have food. They have lots of drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Decoration. Uh, and Ross, I guess maybe Ross is helping out because he shows up with a bag from Zay bars, which I've never mm-hmm. been to Zay bars. I know. But, I've always wanted to. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, he's got some, I'm guessing he, he's got some bread, maybe some dips, some spreads. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I, I was like, Oh, I want, I want to get into that Zay want, bars bag. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, uh, and the, but then Ross it, props so, to the props department because yeah. as you know, we're in Burbank, so yes. they had to get an actual Zay bars bag. That's true. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, nice yeah, there's touch. a lot of New York specific stuff. We'll get back to that in a second. Uh, but Ross gets points for bringing the Zabars, but, uh, I would say points deducted for breaking the radiator. So it's like yes. super hot yeah. in, in the apartment yeah. and like, Oh no, the party's going to start and whatever. And it's super hot. Tell me this though. It's snowing outside. So if you opened all the, open windows, the windows, windows, I don't know why I said it like that, but if you opened all the windows, it, I think feel like I, that would do the trick i had the same thought why not just open the windows yeah and you could even open that full like balcony you know yeah it would be like cold if you're standing right there at the balcony i don't think that thing opens though no no no. but the door like the window the window on the side yeah, yeah. there's no um yeah like it's it's enough air to come in yeah if you open the kitchen window the bedroom window like yeah, that, I had the same thought. Just open the windows, but uh, it did look real steamy, though. They did a good job of like making everyone really like sweaty. Yeah, when we get to the party, and I like, <laughs> it was funny. That, it's funny to me that people didn't just leave. Like, I they're left. so committed to the party that they're gonna like strip down to their. They're all like their tank tops, and they're all waiting for ice cubes, and like they want to stand in front of the fridge. Yeah, like you don't have to be. You don't have to be there. Go, yeah. go to the park. Yeah, it's very festive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I, I said there'd be more uh, New York stuff. I got a kick out of Phoebe. All she's been told is her her real father is a um, pharmacist somewhere upstate. Mm-hmm. So she's calling information and looking for a Frank Buffet and just listing off upstate. Like she starts Albany, Ithaca, Saratoga, and then starts naming places that I don't yeah. even recognize. I like that. Yeah. The specificity uh, of that. <laughs> but then Mrs. Roper is like, fine. I do know. You know, I didn't think you'd want to track him down and then think this is bother you so bad. Here's, here's his actual address. Borrow my cab. Cause Phoebe's grandma was a cab driver. She's a salty. Um, but she's like, an, and she drives like an old timey cab yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, um, uh, Buster Poindexter and Scrooged. Yeah. You ever that? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Um, um, uh, Joey and Chandler agree to go upstate with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Partially for support, but mostly because they've put off their Christmas sh- shopping for the mm-hmm. last minute. They want to hit the hit the outlet malls. Yeah. So the they're like, back. okay, we'll go on the way back. We'll hit the outlet malls. Um, 
So she uh, is a bad driver, which is funny. Um, Them throwing themselves around the backseat was some yeah. funny physical comedy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're at the party now. Gunther's at the party, by the way. Yeah. Gunther's invited to the party. Um, and like you mentioned, everyone's like stripped down to their skivvies to, yeah. <laughs> to beat the heat. Um, and Ross. Everyone's fanning themselves, like just covered in sweat. Yeah. Um, and I realized from the earlier scene, right before Ross broke the radiator, uh, I, I left something out that he, cause Rachel's still mad at him for making the pros and cons list and mm-hmm. she saw all the yep. cons. Yep. And so he says to her, like, tell me some things, some cons about myself. And she just lists off a bunch, which leads to some funny business with Ross, just like obsessing. And so yeah. you've got like the party and Ross's, uh, um, chatting up like not chatting up not hitting on like just talking to some poor woman he's cornered about his yeah she's annoyed um and he's talking about his hair gel because that was one of rachel's things yeah he he uses too much hair gel he's whiny insecure too much hair gel even though she broke like her main argument of the last episode of like the difference between you and me is i wouldn't make a list right but he pressured her Yeah. yeah so she made a list so the friend, uh guess who shows up at the party though it's the super yes played by mike haggerty yeah um whom i love yeah uh, and he, he wore his best christmas tie yeah and he's been the super before right yes on the show yeah we've talked about mike haggerty yeah because he's and the one who took out um old man heckles heckles right yeah. yes that's right um, yeah, we love Mike Haggerty yeah. for many things, including, of course, Overboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, we're going we're, we're going back and forth here. Like, uh, Ross is like, I'm going to bribe the superintendent um, to fix the heater because they think he's putting off fixing the heater because he's miffed that he got cookies yeah, instead, instead of, of a, a tip. tip. Yeah. But it turns out he loves the cookies and he just literally can't get the part until yeah. Tuesday. Um so there's some some business there. Then we get a really sweet scene. Uh, Phoebe can't muster up the courage to go confront her dad. Yeah. And Joey and Chandler, who must be freezing by this point. Yeah. <laughs> like just sitting in the back of a cab while she hems and haws about going up to the front door. Um, and are now going to, it's too late for them to go to the shopping, yeah. to, the, to the outlet malls. But they're not... Annoyed. They don't play no, it for good. annoyance. They're they're good friends. So supportive of yeah. her, and they don't like try to push her to go up to the door. They say it's okay that you. Yeah. It was an incredibly sweet scene. There was a very sweet scene, and like the little um, window between the driver and the passengers, they're holding hands and like they share a sweet <laughs> yeah moment. I I love. Uh, I feel sometimes like because the show has done this. Um. um the the like women are like this and men are like this you mm-hmm. know like the women getting together and dishing about Rachel kissing Ross or last mm-hmm. season like getting together to burn all their like memorabilia from boyfriends right. who who wronged them or whatever they've they they they've they've done that but some I I I sometimes think that Phoebe the Phoebe and Joey relationship is the sweetest and most supportive on the show we've had multiple scenes. Uh, over the course of the series yeah. so far of them supporting one of another. their friendship. Yeah. Really. But although I, don't, I, I don't want to discount the season one, um, the scene where Phoebe tells Rachel that, um, the guy she's seeing, 
uh, what came onto her. Yeah. Like I can't remember exactly, but Paolo, like, yeah, yeah was like a creep. felt her up or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that was a, also a very like sweet and supportive yes. scene. Yeah. So I don't want to sound like the women on the show have shallow friendships, but, um, it's interesting that the Phoebe Joey, I feel like I don't, there's, <laughs> I don't ship anyone on the show because I think that like you, probably shouldn't date within your like close friend group mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. but if i were to ship anyone on the show it would be joey and phoebe <laughs> yeah um, that's a good ship sorry um or joey and chandler would be fun <laughs> that'd be a fun ship right yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah they're they're uh so finally the two stories come together um the party's over by this point. Everyone's left probably because it's so hot. Joey and Chandler and Phoebe have missed the party entirely because they spent so long up in... Now I can't remember where he ended up. I forgot where he, yeah, where he was. Yeah. I feel like it must have been like a like a comedy name, right? Yeah. Like Poughkeepsie. It wasn't Poughkeepsie. It's not Poughkeepsie because that's like Hudson Valley. That's not really upstate. I don't know. New Yorkers... I don't know. Don't... Don't, you know, jump down my throat if I get the meaning of upstate wrong. Um, So they come home. uh, Chandler has a very funny uh, entrance that I, like, saw coming immediately, but it was still, this is a good uh, Matthew Perry delivery. Mm -hmm. This is like, he, like, throws open the door and goes, ho, ho, holy crap, it's hot in here. He doesn't say shit, obviously. But, um it's such an obvious joke, but I think really sold by Matthew Perry. Really, Cause I, I, and I buy that Chandler is the kind of guy who would make a show of showing up late. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of, um, Seinfeld. We always like to compare the two yeah. is when, um, Jerry is dating. Um, I forget her name, but she's the one that, who makes like the mutton chops. Um, okay. Heidi. No, she has grandma Mima. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so she's like real into meat and like uh, Elaine comes up to the apartment. And she's like, it stinks to hi, hi- Heidi. <laughs> yeah, it is Heidi. Is it Heidi? Okay. Yeah. Holly. 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 It's Holly. Because the actress who plays Susan is Heidi. Uh, yes. I'm forgetting her name now. I don't know. Heidi okay. Something. So it's Holly. Holly likes mutton. Um, okay. And then I, I, I don't have any way to prove this because you and I, as we've talked about, don't speak at all or watching the, the shows. Mm-hmm. But, um, the second Joey was like, have you got, you know, do you mind if I turn off the radiator? It's hot in here. I was like, I was like, hmm. anyway, I thought that was open. Uh, no, this window is closed. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you, you stepped in my, <laughs> in my thing sorry, here with sorry, your sorry. like, Sorry. Observation. It was hot. Can we turn it, on the fan? <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. Uh, are you, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you made me turn off the I fan know. when we started recording. No, and now it's hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just this is what it's like when a married couple hosts a podcast. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's great. It's perfect. Then did you then you would say like, can we turn on the fan? Not. I guess nothing like, I guess you were right. The fan, we needed the fan. I should fan have prefaced on. it while doing a podcast. I'm so sorry. I was wrong. Is that what you want to hear? I was wrong when I yeah. initially said, turn the fan off. Yes. That's okay. what I wanted to hear. Okay. Listeners, just so we're all like square on this. I was wrong. <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay, so back to what I was saying. The moment Joey's like, do you mind if I turn the radiator off? I was like, oh, obviously Joey's just going to fix the radiator. That's yeah. going to be the joke. And yeah. I was right. Yeah. I don't get any points or anything. Like that. I just want everyone to know that I was yeah. right. I want everyone to know that I was right about the fan being yeah. on. Yep. And I was right about Joey fixing the, the you know, I was so Both things having to do with heat. Go ahead. Yeah, I think I was like so into the episode that like even just talking about it, it made me feel like it was hot. Like yeah. I felt the heat yeah. of the. Yeah. Uh, then we get the um, the tag at the end is the friends actually doing their little gift exchange, which is cute that they're yeah. good enough friends. They buy gifts for each other. Yeah. Um, and Joey and Chandler got all their gifts at the gas station while Phoebe was gassing up the mm-hmm. <laughs> the cab. So mm-hmm. they're like, it's windshield wipers and sodas. Air fresheners. And, um, yeah, and they get... Toilet seat covers. They get Monica some condoms. Yeah. They get like Ross, two cans of soda, and Monica, a three-pack of condoms. And then Ross and Monica like look at each other and like swap. Yeah. Which is cute, but also like, I don't know. I know I'm like a tense, like uptight midwesterner yeah but like the comfort that ross and monica as brother and sister have about their own sex lives is, is it like that didn't get me like why not yeah. yeah i think that's fine okay i think um, that's fine i think i think you're right i think it's about my my hang-ups yes did you have any other other uh, uh observations you want to make about the episode before we move on to funniest moments oh uh, no let's move on um there's there are a there were a number of, of, of good jokes um, in this. I'm going to say uh, <laughs> when they're, they're decorating for the party and they're talking about, I feel so bad for Phoebe, like, you know, uh, what she's going through. And, and, and Joey says, I know exactly what she's going through. And Monica's, or again, Monica Rachel says, how do you know exactly what she's going through? And Joey goes, she told us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> all of my funniest lines, I have a few, and they're all Phoebe lines, because this was a Phoebe-heavy episode. Okay, I have like only one Phoebe line. Um, no, I have two. When they were exchanging gifts, and um, uh, Joey gave her that the... the um, paper seat cover the toilet, toilet seat, seat covers, covers yeah. and just her delivery of you guys is this what you were doing when i was getting gas <laughs> oh that, i thought you were just gonna say because what i have written down is just her realization of what she got and she seemed legitimately excited yeah. toilet seat covers? and she started pulling them out yeah. <laughs> like there wasn't just one there's a bunch of them um another wait do you have another funny uh well i just did one so oh, okay I, I did one too that's why i'm throwing it back to you but i did i did toilet seat covers was mine got it got it yeah um Another one was, um, like after she realized her grandma deceived her, um, she's like at her grandma's place, like going through stuff and her grandma walks in and she's like, hello, grandma, if that's really your name, (laughs) which it's not. Um, well, speaking of grandma, speaking of Mrs. Roper, the introduction to her character was hilarious where she's reading the obituaries in the newspaper and looking up and crossing out names in the yellow pages. Yeah. And Phoebe's like, what are you doing? Just updating the phone. Just cross, cross checking. Uh, I have one more of you. Uh, um, oh, when Phoebe's calling information to try to find a Frank buffet. Yeah. Um, and she's on the phone, like checking all the different like cities. And, yeah. I and mentioned the, that earlier. Yeah, yeah. 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 But then the line of like, well, you shouldn't call yourself information then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I like that. Um, on Phoebe's way after Mrs. Roper gives her the keys to the cab on her way out, she stops at a photo that is clearly of Albert Einstein yeah. <laughs> and says, wish me luck, grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, should we move on to friends, but make it fashion? Yeah. I'm going to start again with Phoebe. Uh, while she's on the floor, on the phone with uh, information, she's wearing a very fetching red and white pullover. It's not like it was like a half zip yeah. pullover. Oh, yeah, I saw It was that. red and white, and it was like not specifically Christmassy, but it was kind of Christmas like color. It felt festive, hmm. but not, I, I thought it was a uh, very nice and it looked, it looked comfortable yeah. for sitting on the floor and doing research. Yeah. Um, I liked Phoebe's blue sweater in the first, the first scene. It was kind of like a half turtleneck. Okay. And it had some like floral design on it. Um, there was also some good, uh, crushed velvet from Rachel. It was like a gray crushed velvet when she's like insulting Ross and um, that like the rate when he breaks the radiator, she's wearing a crushed velvet. Okay, okay. I remember Rachel's American rag uh, with overalls sweatshirt. Yeah, the bottom were overalls. Yeah, yeah. That's a very nineties. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and also when when Ross breaks the radiator, I liked his tweed jacket. Okay. Uh, my first thought was like, ooh, that's going to be hot. A tweed. <laughs> that yeah. tweed is a good. Yeah. You know heavy you know winter fabric but it's yeah. gonna be hot in that apartment excuse me um what sort of uh, running jokes motifs foreshadowing anything like that did you did you find so we start with um a reference to ugly naked guy yep. um he's hanging his tree or yeah his but ornaments. like but uh phoebe says something about his christmas balls yes. which is like yeah but we don't you say christmas ornament you right. don't like Christmas balls isn't really like, yeah, no. unless you're talking about like an old time, like a ball, like a dance, right? You know, you like might a have party, a party, yeah, a Christmas ball, yeah, no, it was juvenile, yeah, I didn't, didn't care for it, but yeah, um, and of course, there was also you can't get through an episode of either one of these shows without some sort of gay joke, um, so Ross got uh, Susan and Carol hers and hers towels, yeah, yeah, um, which I, I think once again, as often happens, okay. Step back. <laughs> when doing this show, I try to find a balance between like, I don't want to not acknowledge stuff that hasn't aged well or is problematic. But I also don't want to sound like I'm being uh, blind to the fact that things change and I'm right. trying to judge right. the show by right. today's standards. Yes. So I, I, I'm always trying to walk that line with with the show. And I feel like in terms of like, the standards of the time. This isn't the first time on friends where there's been a reference to Carol and Susan being lesbians that doesn't strike me as funny. Like doesn't strike me as a joke right. until the audience laughs at it. Well, so like the hers and hers towels, I was like, Oh, that's a, I was just for a split second. I was like cute. And then the audience laughed, and I was like, oh, right, that's so, supposed to be funny. Yes, we keep going. So lesbianism in and of itself is a punchline, and that continues to be a theme of this show. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever adjust to that. Me neither. It's And it did, in its time, it won GLAAD awards, and I think just having lesbians on a show was enough. Yeah, the, but like, they're human if beings. It's, yeah. If it's a punchline, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah, well, we'll get to um, um, something similar and uh, probably more upsetting in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yes. Uh, um, also, um, theme, we're talking about themes, yes, right? Yes, um, Like Phoebe being, like, naive and ditzy, but this was, like, a whole nother level of her 
naivete is like you don't know who Albert Einstein is. (laughs) You don't know that like there these are stock photos in picture frames. These are models like she's lived a life like she has to know certain things. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I didn't I didn't buy that that she was that naive. Yeah. Um, Well, did you have any other uh, observations about Friends season two, episode nine, the one with Phoebe's dad? Did you notice in the like party scene? Uh, Joey like dips a cookie into like the eggnog punch. That's like how the episode ends or before yeah. the tag after he's fixed the radiator. So yeah, Joey like eating gross things and just like being food motivated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a theme. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll be right back. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back, and we're ready to talk How I Met Your Mother, Season 2, Episode 9, Slap Bet, for multiple reasons, one of the most famous and uh, fan uh, favorite episodes of How I Met Your Mother of all time. I get it. I get it. So we start this episode, it's kind of like a little montage of, what? Well, I was saying this might be a good place for us to note that uh, Bob Saget passed away. Yes. Um, yes. He had, uh, I know our last episode posted after he'd passed away, but it was recorded before we, we had heard the news. So this is the first time we're talking about it. And, um, uh, I, I, I talked about this a little bit on my, my other podcast, but it's, I, I can't say that I was a huge Bob Saget, like fan as a comedian. I didn't, uh, his, his, his comedy wasn't like, wasn't important to me on our, on, on, on the artistic level of a, com- a comedian that I'm a bigger fan of. I'm not saying it was bad or anything. It just mm-hmm. wasn't like that close, but Bob Saget has been someone I know of for so long. Yes. And also I know that he's a respected figure in the comedy community, that he's helped a lot of people. Um, he gave a lot of money to charity. Yeah. Um, and and also just being such a fan of this show, yeah. How I Met Your Mother, where his voice is in our head, heads all the time, I realized that I was like, there's sometimes there's an artist who dies and you're like, that is awful because their art is so meaningful to me. And sometimes there's a famous person who dies and I just felt like I was literally grieving, like a person yeah. because I'd known of him for so long and he'd been around for so long. It's and And... Uh, I, I can't remember which of it was Carter Bays or which one of the um, producers uh, shared a story on uh, on Twitter about how um, when Bob Saget would come in to do the audio for these episodes, he would like knock it out of the like he would just sit down and do it and get it all like he was a, a pro who would do mm-hmm. it. Um, uh, in in one take and then they would just spend the next 45 minutes to an hour like hanging out Yeah, and he had a running joke like before he before he would leave, he would say, are you sure you don't mean to say the word kids a few more times? Uh, which I, I, I actually like this episode, like so many episodes of how many mothers starts with Bob Saget saying kids. Yeah. And I got immediately yeah. kind of emotional about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, he has such like a warm presence yeah. to him. Um, and I grew up watching Full House course, and loving yeah. loving Full House. So of course I'm watching all of these like clip shows and like retrospectives and it's yeah, it's Yeah. Yeah. He will be missed. And and yeah, and we're and he'll be missed by us every week for the next yeah. few years at least because Truly. we'll be we'll be uh watching this. There's some great Josh Radner also shared some stories on Twitter that got me very uh, very emotional. Um, so yeah, he was known as to be a, known to be a nice man, often played nice men. Uh, but of course, famously, his comedy was often very blue. Yeah. Um, not that I was that familiar with his standup, but I do know his uh, his famous one line appearance in Half Baked. I don't even remember uh, when they're uh, they're sentenced to attend rehab for marijuana. Uh-huh. or like a narcotics anonymous or whatever for marijuana and all the other NA people are like mad because marijuana is not like a real drug. Right. And Bob Saget, uh, stands up at this meeting and says, I used to suck dick for Coke. You ever suck some dick for marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is, that's what I'll remember is Bob Saget <laughs> cussing and half baked. Yeah. All right. So sorry to interrupt. I know that you normally do the, no, no, no. I'm uh, glad. Yeah. I'm glad we got to talk about that. Yeah. I wanted to bit. mention it. Okay, um, so sorry. Kids. Kids. So yeah, we start out the episode and it's kind of like a, we get some clips about um, Ted and Robin's relationship and kind of learning new things that are surprising. So he's learning little things about Robin. For example, she can make crepes, which makes sense because she's Canadian and there's a lot of like French oh, influence right. yeah. in Canada. If she's from that part of Canada. Um we learn about her sexual history a little bit, um, her number, yeah. you know. Which, I, you, I, I know that's, in movies and TV shows, that seems to be a thing that couples do. You and I have never shared our number with each other. I've never asked. I don't care. I thought we had. No. I don't care. I mean, I, I certainly don't care, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that we have. Well, if we did, I it didn't make any impact on me. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to discuss it now, but... No, no, I don't want to. Um, okay, we also learned that she's afraid of um, the seven dwarfs, but specifically Doc, because he has a doctorate and he's hanging out with a bunch of... Coal miners. Coal miners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, ultimately, we learned that she is afraid of the mall. Yeah, okay. which so am I. I. When was the last time you were at a mall? Well, actually, I know. When was the last time you were at, you were at a mall? Because we, uh, for a friend's birthday this past summer, he rented out a theater to watch oh, Back to the Future, and it was in... The Burbank. It was in the Burbank Mall. Yeah. I've been to a mall more recently. Oh, I went to the Sherman Oaks Galleria. Oh, so did I. I forgot to count that, because that's all outdoors. I don't really think No, no, it. no. I'm thinking of uh, Fashion City. What's the mall? The actual mall in Sherman Oaks is... Yeah, why'd you go there? Fashion Square. Fashion Square. Why'd you go there? <sighs> I forgot. I forgot why I went there, but I had to go. Well, I went to, uh, just last month, a mall, a mall mall all the way in Downey to buy you a Christmas present. <laughs> oh, wait, what was that? The candle? That little handmade candle. Oh, okay. There's a, there's a shop in the mall in Downey that's, I can't remember what it's called, but it sells all like, it's basically like a Mexican goods yeah, shop. And like they handmade. Uh, I love this candle. Uh, yeah. And, and so I got you a little handmade, uh, candle yeah. from, from Downey. Um, okay. So we learned that she's afraid of the mall, but it's, it's 
shrouded in mystery and they're they're trying to figure it out so the next scene is um the gang minus robin they're at mclaren's like kind of conspiring which i didn't like this they're all talking about robin she's not there yeah and they're all trying to figure out why why she's so shrouded in mystery this whole mall thing um and then barney um talks about the like deal breaker o moments yeah and then he goes through like his experience of o moments and um let's see they were all just like of course upsetting one had like an eating disorder one was 30 yeah that's i just turned 30 oh (laughs) and one Um, remained a virgin until marriage so all all three of those are yeah at least the first one is like barney realizing oh i'm not gonna score that one that one at least makes sense yeah and then the eating disorder one i i was like like that's a gross joke but also i don't buy that barney would consider that a deal breaker. Also, like he's because he like guy. also is like extremely fat phobic. Yeah. So if anything, he'd be like, I don't care. I yeah. don't care if you spit out, chew your food and spit it out. Yeah. I guess he'd be grossed out by it. Yeah. Um, but it, either way, it's, it's insensitive. Yes. On many levels. Don't like it. Um, but, but here's where we get to the, yes, I'm getting there. Sorry. Okay, here's where we get to the meat of the episode. With no, the I was going to say the really gross joke. Oh. Because Barney's like, you don't want to wait till the oh, last minute to find yes, out. Yes. And the real gross one is that Robin is like at the altar and she's actually a man. Or, or the way that in our, in our current terms, you would say she reveals that she's a transgender woman. What she actually said is, I used to be a dude. I used to is, be a dude, which is like. Doesn't fly at all today. Fly. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 to go back to what I was saying before about like whether to judge things by, you know, what, what, what standards to judge mm-hmm. them by, I understand that we, in 2006, we weren't necessarily saying like came out as trans trans weren't saying gender confirmation or, right. or, or that sort of thing. But also I don't think at the time I even would have found the joke funny. It's, it's just not, not a funny, funny joke. joke. It's, it's kind of an obvious. Yeah place to go yeah yeah not a funny joke no which is weird in an episode that is actually very funny overall yeah um so then they are in there like conspiring against like oh what's going on with robin marshall and barney are like so marshall comes up with the theory that robin is married because she's always squeamish when people mention brides or marriage she specifically continues to reference my friend in Canada who got married way too young. Yes. And they think like, oh, she's talking about um, uh, herself when she when she says that. That's their, their yeah. theory. But I wanted to point out, I don't know if you noticed this and we're saving it for the fashion thing, but I only noticed it because of your repeated complaints about Lily's hair uh-huh. this season. Did you notice in those like little flashbacks, flashbacks yeah. her hair has like volume, like what, like you wanted? Yeah, I want, I want more volume. <laughs> uh, um, so Barney, in his sage wisdom, his theory is that she did porn. Wait for it. Ography. So they decide that they want to make a wager, but. Marshall doesn't have money to bet, so they do the ultimate wager, which is slap bet. And Lily is going to be the slap bet commissioner, 
So Which she's over the moon about. She's over the moon about. So there's there's a bunch of rules that we don't go over. Um, we learn later that there's all kinds of rules for the slap bet. Yeah. Um, like if you slap prematurely, the other person gets three. Or yeah, I mean, I feel like Lily's kind of making these up as she goes well, along. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Um, but yeah, we'll get we'll get back to it. Um, so yeah, there's that slap bet going on, and then we go back to the apartment. Robin and Ted are um, playing Scrabble, and he wants to get he wants to like pump her for more information. Yeah. Like so, he's of the theory that she is married. So he brings it up, and she says yes. It was, I was young. I got married at the mall. We broke up at the mall. He moved away and went to Hong Kong for business. And that wasn't um, satisfying for... Oh, and then she also says, I need you to keep this a secret and not tell anyone else. So he's, he's sworn to secrecy, and immediately he tells Marshall, because Marshall's going to like look it up on his lawyer database. Well, but I, lo- I love the cut to... like We don't cut to... Ted telling the gang, we cut directly to Marshall slapping Barney. Right. That's yes. how we found yes. out That's how that, we learned. that he let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. That Marshall really hauls off and smacks Barney across the face. And then another <laughs> funny point of this episode is like we learn that Marshall and Lily are fascinated with the minutiae of each other's lives. Like, okay, then what'd you do when you got out of the shower? And then what'd you eat on your lunch break? Like everything yeah. is like so fascinating and they're in bed and they're like pillow talk, like just about the little details of the monotony of the day. Yeah. Um, and they're so, hanging every word. Like yeah. Marshall's telling the story about whether to not to brush his teeth before he has orange juice and he decides to brush his teeth. And the lady's like, and then, and then what'd you, yeah. And then what'd you do? <laughs> so they can't keep a secret from each other. They're yeah. like so involved in each other's lives that immediately Lily knows and she blurts it out. Right. Well, Lily, sorry, I would, did we cover that? Sorry, do we cover that Marshall finds out that Robin's not really married? Yes, so in the database, he finds okay, out... so that's what he reveals yes. to her. Right. so he okay. reveals that she's not actually married. He's looked in all the databases, which yeah. I don't think... Could, I don't know. I don't know if you could. I know it's public record, technically. So, yes, I guess he has access to public records and knows in how Canada, to... Canada, I see guess. That. Yeah, knows? maybe he knows. Uh, also, we do get Lily trying to talk Ted out of um, being upset by saying that... Um, Canadian marriages, no one takes them seriously, like the Canadian army or Canadian money. Um, I thought that was uh, funny because I do, I have been to Canada a couple of times and I do get frustrated at um, their money and how much of it is in coin form. Like I don't like, I'm personally like day to day in my life. I don't like to carry a lot of cash at all. I use the debit card for almost everything, but if you use your debit card when you're in, Canada, there's like often an extra charge for it being, so I'll get a bunch of cash when I'm in Canada for five days for the Toronto National Film Festival, and then I end up by day two, like with just a ton of loonies and toonies, you know, the, uh, yeah. well, the, the one the, and two dollar coins. The British pound, it's yeah. hefty, you know, yeah. and those are, like, those are worthwhile, you know, like if you have a few pounds, it's like five bucks, you know, it's kind of a lot. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's just like, it weighs you down, it clinks yeah. around in your pockets or yeah. in your backpack. They're it dirty. is also weird to sit down um, at a bar in Toronto and pay for a beer entirely in coins. <laughs> like, yeah. cause that feels like a weird, it would be a weird thing to do here to like lay a bunch of coins on the table. But in Canada, it's like, yeah, you got like three toonies or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It seems so like old timey, like yeah. barkeep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
So, okay. So then we're back at the apartment with um, Robin and Ted and he he's kind of like quizzing her about her marriage because he's now wise to like their rec- their marriage right. not being yeah. on the record. So he's like quizzing her like, okay, w- like what did you have for a cake? What were your colors? And she, the colors were dusty rose and sienna, which <laughs> that should have been like an immediate like red flag. Those would never be anyone's colors. Um, so he's testing her and she's answering the question. And um, yeah, and then it, it comes out that she's not actually married. Because the one question she blanks on she is... She doesn't know his name. Yeah, what was his name? She doesn't know his name, yeah. Yeah, and then we get a thing that he she turns it around on Ted, like, how did you find out? Because he doesn't want to reveal that he told Marshall, so he starts making up a fake lie. Yeah. And adding that he had an uh, apple and brie panini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For lunch. She's yeah. like, I don't care what you have for lunch. So then we're at McLaren's and then, um, uh, then Barney slaps Marshall three times. Right. Because it turns out, because it turns out that she's not actually married. Yeah. So, so now Barney's gets, winning. Yeah. So Barney gets three slaps by Lily's made up rule. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then I don't know if I'm missing anything, but they're all back at the apartment and Barney comes in with a, a disc he found on the internet or the dark web. Someone in Malaysia, someone, yeah. he says. Yeah. And then he uploads it to a MySpace or... The guy in Malaysia is uploading it to his MySpace, I okay. think is the, <laughs> the premise here. So now it's all assumed that she is like in a porn. So we know the name Robin Sparkles at that point. It sounds like a porn name. Yeah. Yeah. We watched the video and it turns out that she, well, oh, go. Well, cause I wanted to point out first, the video starts, it starts very, very pornish. Yes, and yeah. so Barney pauses it, stands up and smacks Marshall because he's like, I won it. It is porn as hard as he possibly can. <laughs> yeah. It like knocks over a chair. It's yeah. so hard. <laughs> but that's just the, the intro of the music video. Yes. And it turns out Robin Sparkles is a teen pop star doing like a mall video. Yeah. A let's, one hit wonder. One hit wonder. Let's go to the mall. Yeah. Let's, let's all go to the mall. Uh, I think it's, let's, let's go, go to, to the, the mall. mall. Yeah. And let's go to, we the see mall. most of this video and this video is incredible. Fantastic. And the Fantastic. song is so catchy too. The song is catchy. The, the choreography is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's very colorful. The video is very, very funny. Yeah. Um, they all love it. She's like kind of Robin is like kind of humiliated and, um, eventually she's like kind of happy that like, she doesn't have to keep this secret anymore. Yeah. And she's like, I'm glad that, you know, this is like a huge weight off. I was embarrassed about it. Um, they all joke that they're going to be watching it over and over again. Yeah. There's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the robot. Because uh, there's like the soft part of the song where she's like finding like the cute guy. Yeah. And uh, like he'll take me to his favorite spot. It'll be just me and him. And then a robot shows up and says, and don't forget the robot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was trying to do in <laughs> the, the intro. Yeah. Yeah. Savvy listeners will take note. Um, so, yeah, this was a really funny episode. Yeah. Should we? Well, we have to end by um, the oh, oh, yeah, about the slap the, how, the, how the slap bet yes. comes out. Yeah. So the slap bet, he can decide. So it's obvious now that Barney lost and Marshall gets to slap Barney. And the choice is, do you want 10 consecutive slaps right now or five anytime I want? Yeah. So obviously like 
anytime he wants is like so much better because he could instill constant fear. And we see like little bits of it is just like he grabs a soda on the table and Barney flinches like he's yeah. going to be murdered. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that was the right choice for Marshall so to make five slaps. And by the end of the episode, Marshall has He's doled out one. one. So yeah. there are four slaps. So we remaining. see one and it's a hefty one. It's a backhander. It's a backhander. Yeah. So I, I'm imagining that will pay off. Yeah. We got four more to go. Yeah, four more to go. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Should we talk about our funniest lines? Uh, yeah, please go first. Um, so I don't, they were talking about like what, I don't remember like the setup of the joke, but they were talking about what it's, it, what it will say on their tombstone. Yeah. And Barney made the joke that Marshall's will say got slapped so hard. He died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we already covered most of mine, like um, the, very detailed story. And then whatever, and then what'd you do or whatever yeah. that, yes. um, every, and, and obviously everything about the video, it's hard to pick any one thing oh, about yes. the video. Yes. The video is um, that, so the other thing I'll laugh at, um, it's rare that a funniest line for me comes from Josh Radner, but when he's trying to guess all the reasons that she won't go to the oh, mall yeah. and it's like chapter under Boulder or whatever, yeah. like, did you, this at the mall, yeah. this at the mall. And then he goes mauled at the mall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Any more? Um, there was a joke about, um, Marshall's penis size. Oh, because he like has huge hands, he has huge hands. Yeah. Like, what do you expect? You've seen, You've my, seen penis. my penis. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course I have a huge crush on Marshall. So this was a pleasant idea. Mental image. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, mauled by but the you've mall. also seen Jason Siegel's penis because That's you've true. seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes, yes, yeah. it's not it's not bad. <laughs> okay, are you moving on? Yeah. To how many other would make it fashion? Yeah, and I won't say anything specific, but every fashion in Let's Go to the Mall is fantastic. Yeah, and it's a joke because it's like it's supposed to be from the early nineties, yeah. but it's called the eighties fashion, and yeah. Robin's like Canada didn't get the nineties yes. until ninety three. Yes, <laughs> that's funny. Yes. Um, uh, cause yeah, that's, uh, I feel like the internet has become obviously so dominant that that's no longer true, but there was a time when like trends would start in New York or Los Angeles or whatever. Yeah. And, and they'd be late getting to other places to the Midwest. I always assumed. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I have a couple of, li- of Lily outfits, uh, and I feel like you're probably going to hate both of them, but, uh, both at, at, at McLaren's one time she's wearing like a black thing that has the, like the a ruffle. lace. I like that ruffle and it had like a little bow at yes, the, I like that. That's a, okay. And then, um, what did you think of her, uh, long, like brown and yellow, like Chevron dress that she's wearing in the second half of the episode? I didn't episode? care for that. I thought it was flattering. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she's like, uh, I've made clear that as far as, cause your Marshall is your crush. Yeah. Robin is way more my crush than, than Lily. Really? I mean, as a character, huh. I think, yeah, I've always found Alison Hannigan very uh, attractive, but Robin like seems like someone I would really vibe with a lot of the time. Huh? You know? Yeah. I think yeah. I've said that before on the podcast. Have you? Yeah. Cause she's like, uh, you know, whiskey drinking hockey fan, <laughs> you know? Right. Okay. She loves dogs. 
She loves dogs. That's a big plus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I've got, uh, some how I met your mother running jokes, motifs and foreshadowing. Obviously we mentioned this sadly transphobia is not, yes. uh, new to the show. Yes. I already mentioned the, wait for it utterance, which is a particularly funny one the that Barney porn. says porn, um, wait for it. And then someone said, you didn't need to do yeah, that. Yeah. Josh is like, we did not need to wait for that. Josh. Yeah. Ted is like, we Ted, did not need yeah. to wait for, for that. Uh, but of course, obviously I've been teasing this entire show. Every time someone gets slapped on how I met your mother, I've been saying there's going to be more of that. Yeah. People slapping each other is going to yeah. be a big thing. And now we've reached the most slap slaptastic episode so far. Yeah. And like in terms of foreshadowing, obviously, like I said, well, there are four slaps coming. Yeah. I'm and the, the show is see. not going to forget yeah. that there well, are yeah. four slaps. I wouldn't assume that it would. Did you notice anything? Um, there was some, I mean, obviously like, uh, objectifying women to such a degree, the, um, eating disorder was sad. You know, they've, they've often been like dismissive about, mental illness mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know this is one of those things um yeah. i think he calls someone like flat chested at some point he's talking about oh, he's talking about watching barney's talking about watching canadian canadian porn, porn and they're all yeah. flat chested because they don't have good cosmetic surgery in canada yeah something like that yeah it's a bad joke it's a bad joke yeah um but it, the joke was full of like canada specific references he was talking about canadian porn and he was mm -hmm. like if i have to watch one more uh, uh, if I have to watch more flat chested Nova Scotian riding a Mountie on the back of a Zamboni, yeah. I'm going to go out of my mind. Yeah. Well, it's a good joke, but uh, not the misogynistic part. So in, um, Robin Sparkle, she, in her singing, she says a boot like yeah. in the song. Yeah. Which is funny. Cause Kobe Smulders is Canadian, yeah. but she has to play it up to do the American stereotype of the Canadian. Right. right. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Um, any similarities that you saw? Well, Joey and Chandler wanted to go to the outlet mall. Mm, good one. Uh, but good one. the other one, Phoebe has a fake dad living in Burma, which is now Myanmar, but living in Burma. Mm -hmm. And Robin has a fake husband living in Hong Kong. Both both episodes made up fake men living in Asia. Good catch. Okay. Did you have any? Uh, no. Okay. Well, it's time to play favorites. Okay. You going to count us down? Three, two, one. How, How I, I Met, met your, your mother. mother. Yeah, you can't. It's one of these days. I feel like it's going to line up where we're going to have two famous episodes going head to head. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be fun. Yeah. To, you know, but, but you're, uh, a, a, a regular, even a Christmas episode of Friends I was gonna is say, not going to go up I'm against I'm a sucker for a holiday episode. I'm a sucker for a holiday episode and a field trip. And okay. this was, this delivered on the holiday, the Friends episode. I liked the Friends episode. I liked the party. Um, I did want to, like, so their Christmas party that they had was on Christmas Eve. Oh yeah, I guess it was. Cause they're like, Oh, so it's midnight. This, yeah. These people who like, they were committed. Like what else are they going to do? Like when right. it's hot, they're like, what are, we're yeah, not just going to go Christmas home. Eve this plans. is our Christmas yeah. Eve plans. Yeah, and how true. do they have all the, like, are they, we see Gunther. So maybe they're coworkers. Yeah. Cause they don't really have any other friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who are these people? Yeah. Who, who are these who people? Who are these people? Um, when you said to go back to something you said, you said you like, a holiday episode, you like a field trip. How do you define a field trip? Well, we talked about it last week when, when they go 
you know, like I liked when, um, how I met your mother went to Atlantic city. Okay. I like when friends goes, you'll see they'll go places. But yeah. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. Do you mean like modern family goes to Disneyland? Like it has to be a real location because obviously the Atlantic city trip is still set. It's still a set. No, yeah. no. Just the idea that they go somewhere. So that okay. I, I want to see. Yeah. We will see plenty wanna, of that on how many other too. Okay. Uh, well, let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce. And the segment is called, how were we doing? Mm-hmm. This is where we look at what was going on in the world. The days these episode episodes aired friends season two, episode nine, the one with Phoebe's dad aired on Thursday, December 14th, 1995, uh, a month after the last episode took, took oh, a whole wow. month off, I guess, I guess for Thanksgiving and then came back and did a, well, they had to decorate the apartment. Uh, Christmas episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, on 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 that day in in history, let's see. Uh, the European Court of Justice rules that all EU football players—that's how they say soccer—have mm-hmm. uh, the right to a free transfer among member states at the end of their contracts. Okay. I I um, it's interesting. I guess to like the European Union still exists, but Britain is no longer a part of it, and it feels like. Uh, I, I feel like I always had this and I, maybe I still do as an American, I kind of like idealizing the EU, the idea of all these countries right. like yeah. sharing and you can like, you don't need a passport. You can travel freely between yep. borders. So I, and, and lear- learning about Brexit and hearing about like how poorly it affected the ability of like touring musicians to make money because suddenly mm-hmm. it's so much more expensive for mm-hmm. a British band to go play in in, in France or Germany or, yep. or, or somewhere else. Um, so I, that just stuck out to me. Um, and then here, I have no idea what this means because of the quadruple witching option expiration volume on the New York stock exchange hit 638 million shares, the highest single day volume since October 20th, 1987, when the Dow staged a stunning recovery a day after black Monday. So a bunch of imaginary numbers went real high that yeah. day. Yeah. Who cares? There's nothing. Um, a YouTube star named Calvin justice was born that day. I've never heard of him because I'm old, but Calvin justice was born on the day this episode aired. And now the part we're actually here for, let's see what was on the charts. Uh, Oh, we got a new one debuting. Um, Oh, this is fine. Okay. So uh, this is, this is what happens when you take a month off. Things change a little bit. Yeah. So uh, at number one, uh, you know, I should, I never count down. I should count down. Yeah. Right. At number five, Coolio's Gangsta's Paradise. Mm-hmm. At number four, Mariah Carey's Fantasy. Mm-hmm. At number three, LL Cool J's Hey Lover. Hey Lover, Hey Lover. Okay. At number two, Whitney Houston, Exhale or Shoop Shoop. Oh, that's a good one. How's it go? Um, breathe. No, that's not Breathe Again. I don't know. Okay. Exhale, Shoop Shoop. And then no, that's Brandy. Breathe again. No, Whitney Houston. Exhale. I know. I'm the one that I'm singing. I think is Brandy. Oh no, to- Tony Braxton. Okay. Okay. And number one, her second. She's here in the top five twice. Mariah Carey's One Sweet Day. Oh, that's a good one. How's it go? Hold on. I'm. <laughs> okay, we're looking up Whitney Houston. Exhale. Shoop shoop. Uh, I, I don't have a Trader Joe's fearless flyer in front of me to, to, to vamp with. I have, um, some, a bunch of cords, some, uh, Kleenex with soothing, soothing lotion. I try not to say clean. I'm not one of those people who says Kleenex to mean any kind of facial tissue. Okay. I can't, document. I can't okay. pull the Whitney Houston. They're actual Kleenex is all I was saying. 
Okay. Okay. And then Mariah Carey's One Sweet Day. Do you remember how that goes? <laughs> Which one are you stuck on? It now? was with Boys to Men. What was? It was a the it was one sweet day. It was like a collab, I think, with Boys to Men. Okay, or is that confirmed? No. Okay. No. I, I'm not going to. Yes, pull it. Boys to Men and Mariah Carey. Yes. Um, I know that. Um, what are you looking for then? I want to see the lyrics and to see if that will. Uh, okay, here we go. Lyrics. Uh, voice to men says, sorry, I've never told you all I wanted to say. I never, d- yeah. Uh, so the, the chorus is, and I know so you're shining I, down on me from heaven. Yeah. Uh, one sweet day, one sweet day. And I know you're shining down on me from heaven. Like so many friends we've lost along the way. Yep. And I, oh God, this is awful. And I know eventually we'll be together. No, yeah. One sweet day. Okay. You did it. See? One sweet day. It was worth it. It was worth it. Oh God. All right. So, uh, season two, episode nine of how many mother slap bet aired on Monday, November 20th, 2006. Now let's see what happened in that, uh, since 1999, November 20th has been the Transgender Day of Remembrance, so it's kind of uh, fucked up that yeah, uh, yeah. the episode with the transphobic joke yeah. aired on the but Transgender let's Day. let's be real. All the jokes are, all episodes have a little bit of transphobia. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as this, I swear this website, it really favors in the How Many Mother Dates just like terrible news. Just like people died, buses and trains crashed. Mm. It's just like... Uh, terrible. The American Stock Exchange NASDAQ launches a formal bid of 2.7 billion pounds to take over the London Stock Exchange. So more more imaginary uh, money. Uh, Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador, who was narrowly defeated in the Mexican general election, is proclaimed uh, legitimate president of Mexico by his supporters and promises to set up a parallel government. So Hmm. uh, kind of like what uh, certain people have tried to do uh, here. (gasps) Hot take. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> watch out getting political yeah. on the podcast uh no i was just saying what happened yeah okay and let's move on to the songs the top five songs counting down number five hinder lips of an angel <laughs> St- our listener steph hi shout out to steph sent us a link to the music video we have not watched it steph no. i'm sorry yeah it, we can't break this uh no illusion that this song doesn't exist uh number four beyonce's irreplaceable no oh to the to the left to the left oh is that what the, yeah. that's okay i know that song i just didn't know it was called irreplaceable uh number three fergie's fergalicious number two akon smack that number one justin timberlake my love can you sing that no i don't okay. know it okay i don't know these songs i know the 90s songs maybe a little bit but even then not really and then the final segment of the show that we do on uh, here on how the friends, the friends where I met your mother. No, the one where I met your mother. The final segment is called challenge accepted. And this is where we make predictions about what will happen on next week's episode based only on the title. Okay. Uh, and first of all, first let's um, revisit, right? revisit. I was wrong. I said, Phoebe's pops is about to buy the farm and wants to get back on good terms with his offspring. That didn't happen. You said 
if one of the gang utters the magic word, they get five across the face. Right. It wasn't based on no, that. It was neither. a bet. Yeah. So I guess we're both still tied at four points apiece this season. Okay. So now, Natalie, if you'll be so kind as to vamp for the people, I will. Fuji persimmons. Organic medjool dates. Winter plants and flowers. Beef in croot. Kraut? I think it's croot. Crispy vegetable pouches. Okay. Lemon ricotta. The next episode of Friends is called The One with Russ. Okay. Oh, yes. The One with Russ. Uh-huh. I'm going to say, okay, because Rachel's like still pissed at Ross. I'm going to say Rachel starts dating a guy named Russ and it gets under Ross's skin. Okay. Uh, okay, so... Notes app, don't fail me now. Okay, here we go. Rachel takes... Hold on, I got... This is the part that the listeners love when I (laughs) haltingly make my little old-fashioned sentence. Russell... Rachel... Russell. Rachel. Rachel takes up... Takes up with a fella named... Russ, and I'm going to say, let's just say this is a burr in Ross's <laughs> saddle. Wow. I get, like, there's only so many, many ways we can say, because often our predictions are someone's unhappy about something. Right. So, like, I think you said the dames are none too pleased about the Atlantic City, like Bachelor. Right. Bachelor party. Got a bee in his bonnet. <laughs> okay, we'll hold on to bee in his bonnet okay. uh, for, for later. Season two, episode um, 10, sorry, of How I Met Your Mother is called Single Stamina. Single Stamina. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I guess I think this is going to be a like a sex themed where like, uh, Barney is going to make a case that um, like couple or marriage sex is lesser than mm-hmm. single stamina. Because they have more stamina. Single people have more stamina. Single people have more stamina. Um, whereas relish people have boring sex okay. lives. Barney proclaims that wedded copulation is rote, unimaginative, and brief. Yes. Okay. Well, those are our predictions for next week. Um, I'm also excited about single stamina. It's another, uh, how many mothers just on, on, on a roll, on a roll right now. I'm excited about watching that episode, but of course I'm also based on your reaction to the one with Russ. I feel like I'm going to like this one too, or maybe your reaction was not good. Okay. Um, in any case, it sounds like it'll be memorable. You can find this podcast at 
wherever you listen to podcasts, it's called the one where I met your mother. You can find it, but you can also find, uh, find, find episodes at battleship where you can leave comments. You can tweet at us, um, at me at Davey pretension. You can email us at the one where I met your mother dot, uh, the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Please do that. Please let us know your thoughts in any way that you want to also, but battleship pretension is where you find my other podcast, which is about movies as well as all my recent movie reviews. I think, uh, uh, most recently, I think I reviewed Adam Leon's Italian Studies. I think that hmm. review should be up by the time you're hearing this. I'm doing the math right. Uh, that's where you can find me. Um, Natalie, where do you want people to find you on the you internet? Don't, you don't really need to find me. But what you ought to do is rate and review this podcast. Tell your friends. Tell your mothers. Email us. Let us know um, if you agree with our uh, observations. If you disagree with our observations, let us know. If you have any, uh, extra textual information about the, you want to send us a hinder video. <laughs> yeah, we'll you can it. do that. We'll take it. Yeah. We might not watch it, but we'll appreciate it nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, okay. Until next time. See you at the mall. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Obviously. <laughs>